why am I putting off my life when I've seen how fast it can get taken away from you? What are we doing if we're not living? When are we gonna be able to start living? We started businesses so that we could live life on our terms. When are we gonna start living those lives? You're listening to In It. This is for anyone who is in the trenches, in the process and pursuit of a life fully lived. And I want you to know that I'm with you. I'm your host, Lindsay Plebiak. Let's do this. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So excited to be hanging out with one of my dearest friends and colleagues. You're one of my business colleagues. How weird. <laughs> How weird is that to say? It is very strange. Business colleague, but beyond, but beyond. You're you're my you're my buddy, business mm-hmm. colleague, Aspen King. NLP. We're hanging out today. I'm so I'm so excited about this because we just get each other and I feel like we're on the same page in business and in life. So I feel like this is what I need to just sit down with you and give the people our a little bit of our brains. It, same. And I think the thing that's so fun about you and I is that we are so different. I think we're both achievers. I think that's safe to say. But I think the way it manifests is so different. We had a conversation about how Aspen is the sales tech, like, Oh my gosh, her her logic when I am re- when I'm dancing off the deep <laughs> into the, <laughs> into the pool of emotion, hey, there's Aspen to just bring us back to like here's the data. <laughs> yep, exactly. And, and um, I don't know. I I need that in my life. I don't know what I do for you. <laughs> well, you're you're sitting there making um, small motion pictures on social media, and I'm posting. Um, lip syncing videos, you know, half awake, but Hey, I, I, they, they both get the job done. And I think that's a testament to, there is no one way to do things because wow. Yeah. If only Instagram embraced my small motion pictures. (laughs) Hey, I embrace them. They want me to be surface and I just can't get there, but I'm like, let me break through. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to break through. But we're so excited to hang out with each other today and you guys today. And we're just going to chat a little bit about like our uh, life, business, working alongside of each other. It's so strange. I Do you even know how we met each other? I don't quite know the moment. I remember there was a moment where we were somewhere. I think we were at an event maybe in Atlanta. Maybe maybe something no, else. Right? I was not in Atlanta. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's right. You weren't there. Where was the one, where was the moment you came up to me? You were like, hi, I'm Aspen. Like, I don't, I, do you remember that moment? Yeah. We were in, we were both in the VIP section for the awards banquet. Oh, and I was like passing by you and we had talked like on social media or whatever. Yeah. And I just was like, I'm going to introduce myself because something about you aligned with me. And it's not that that was rare at the time, but I could just tell that we were a little bit different. And I was like, I need to make sure she knows who I am. And, you know, you, I know who you are because I just feel like something's going to happen. And, you know, here we are in 2022 and 
things have happened. Things, things really happened. Thank God for you for that wisdom and that insight, because man, I, I think we both definitely needed each other. And it's 100%. True. I think that, I think the thing that's so cool about what we do and showing up on this online space, like what we were saying a second ago is like, you can be so different and like the roads can lead you to the same destination. I think a lot of times when people really, I think the biggest thing that I see with other people is like when they don't embrace their own story, their own timeline, their own journey, their own uniqueness, their own skill sets. And they're trying to constantly just like carbon copy, create what somebody else is doing. I just feel like you lose this edge. And the thing that I love so much about Aspen's work specifically is I look at it and I always am like, there's this Aspen fingerprint on it. And it just stands out it, it, and it leaves me very inspired. And I love how you've been able to show up and share in your own way, because it's so, it's so, I think the only word that comes to my mind is like, for me, my brain does not have the step-by-step, the, it's very systemized. It's this systemized creativity that I just am like, I love it. Like, I just love it so much. Mine's, I've always said my, my creativity is like a Jackson Pollock painting. It's a disaster, (laughs) but you know what? It's all right. And I think that that's, what's just so cool for anybody that's out there. If you're trying to like find your own unique voice or put your own unique, you know, spin on it. I think Aspen is somebody really awesome to follow because she creates so true to herself. And, um, I really feel like you've been, especially this year, you've been like nailing it out of the park, bro. Yeah. I appreciate that. And I think it's taken a lot of work to find that, but I've always said in business, in social, in really anything that I'm doing, my, what I wear, like what my clothes are, just everything has always been, how can I do this a little bit differently? And it's almost just ingrained into me that, and I don't know where this really came from, but that if I'm going to follow someone else's, you know, exact replica of what they're doing, I'm always going to be one step behind. And I think that's just kind of my competitive nature of, you know, if I can find my own way, if I can find my own route, if I can go out and find a new way to do what people are already doing or an easier way, a better way, a more systemized way, then I'm going to be able to put myself in a place where I know I'm going to be able to take it further, not necessarily further than them, but further than what I was going to be able to do previously. And I feel like again, I don't really know where that came from, but I really appreciate you saying that because it is something that I have noticed over time is kind of innate inside of me is almost that competitiveness with myself of how can I take this further and how can I do it in a more streamlined, sustainable way? Um, and especially this year that really came into play after just kind of breaking down, you know, last year in terms of business and everything, which we can get into because I know that it's been a struggle, not a struggle, but we've just had seasons in our businesses and in our, you know, brands and everything throughout, um, the years that we've been doing it. And I think that's just part of the game is those seasons. Yeah. I would love if we could talk a little bit about just kind of like where we were in the sense of a year ago, because I think this is the truth. I think when the the kind of the point of today's episode is really for me, at least is to kind of shed a light on the importance of partner partnership and collaboration and coming alongside of somebody that whether they're in the same industry or field that you're in or not somebody that 
you can really link arms with that is inspiring to you, but somebody that also gets you and gets it so that when things are challenging, that this person is not somebody, somebody that you're looking at being like, oh my gosh, like I'm inferior to. This is a person that you're constantly looking at where their content, their creation, the way that they're showing up, it's inspiring and compelling you in a in a push way, in like a, in like a energetic way that goes, man, like you kind of feel this like level upness versus a like, um, damn, that's like so much better. It's, it's not like that energy. It's like, yes, she's bringing her best. I'm bringing my best. Like it's this like constant, you know, push and pull of each other. And I feel that Aspen and I really have that. We really take cues from the other one um, creatively and with our work to kind of push into each other, what one person's doing, we take that inspiration, but also in the hard times, man, I just feel like you just need a freaking friend. <laughs> you just need a friend. <laughs> it's so true. And I feel like it's, it's not easy to find that person. And I, I want to touch on that or just put that out there because, you know, I've been in this business for four years and, I feel like I've never really found up until maybe this year, you know, that person that I, I don't feel like you said, inferior to, I don't feel superior to, I don't feel, you know, I just feel very even playing field in terms of you have strengths that I don't have. I have strengths that you don't have. We can really, really, really help each other. Um, and like you said, in those tougher seasons as well, um, there's no judgment. There's no, oh, that sucks for you. I'm over here winning. Like there's just so much relatability. And I think that is exactly what at least I needed, you know, throughout the last year. For sure. I'll never forget. There was a day where I was like walking and I was out on a walk and I was just, just spewing hot, passionate chaos to you via voice memo. I think if I sent Aspen like 90 voice memos and I was like, I'm done. I hate everything. Fuck it all. Like I was literally like, you're never going to see me again. And I remember her response was like, yeah, I've been there. I understand. And it was so good to just be able to like talk to somebody who had been on this road that had had those moments where they weren't present, weren't able to show up in what they were doing and were sh- there was struggle in it. And that, you know, you could talk to them in the sense of, you know, this is a safe place to communicate that like not every day is going to be this epic, amazing day and that there's seasons and times for things. And I know for you, you walked through a season where you kind of pulled back a little bit and I did too. I don't know if they lined up at the same time, but I think they were kind of back to back. And I just would love to have us chat a little bit about like what we gain from that, like pullback. Yeah. I think that there are just times where I never, I've never really had the thought of I'm done. I'm going to quit because I've always known that what I'm doing and the path that I'm on is, is my path. But what I did have was a, a, a moment of, I literally ran into a brick wall of, I can't do it like this anymore. Yeah. And It was really hard for me to come to terms with that fact. And then also share that with people because I didn't want people to think the last three years of my business of how I was working it was 
you know, in any way, not something I wanted to be doing because it was, I, I got eaten alive by my passions essentially. Um, and I came to that, that point where I realized the way I was feeling had a lot to do with how I was working and working on something that I had every ounce of passion for. Um, and so I, I just took a moment to figure out how I could do it better and how I could do it in a sustainable way. And that took time. And I think it took more time than I was expecting. I think I I came up with my plan pretty quickly, but to actually implement the plan and stick to the plan coming out of three years of basically hustling and never stopping working was hard. And it was also really hard for people to grasp outside of myself. I think that the people closest to me knew that it was exactly what needed to happen, but there were definitely people that I work with that didn't understand. And still to this day, don't understand the changes that needed to be made. And, you know, they potentially took it in a way of, you know, I was stepping back, I was pivoting, I was, you know, not, not there as much as I was when in reality, I was just showing up in a different way. And it was vital. I, I don't think I would still be pursuing business or at least this form of business had I not made massive, massive changes. And so I'm really grateful for what I got out of those three years of really pretty much working myself into the ground. But thank God that I hit the wall that I did and had the real breakdown that I did. Um, A lot of things in my personal life led up to that as well. But the, the main kind of piece of it all was I wasn't putting enough energy into myself and like, you know, my life, it was all going into work. So, yeah, no, I think that that's man, same. It was just, it it was, and and again, like what you said a second ago, it's, it's almost a sense of like, I don't regret any of, I don't regret. Yeah. What I have done is differently. Sure. Of course. But like, I don't regret the, the time, the energy, that went into it, you know, again, like I look back, I think like one of the biggest things that was hard for me was that, you know, that, that kind of blur of those three years, I think we were kind of in those same three years together at the same time, you know? Yeah. When I look back, like, yeah, those were three years of, you know, having less time with relationships, having less time, like going and exploring and like seeing the the world, but Hey, let's be honest, two of those years, we couldn't really do that. So, so it's like, okay. So, you know, with the limitations of society, I was like, I, I don't regret the fact that I worked and built the business that I built and built the income that I created in that time. But at the, at the same hand in this new season, in this new time, something that I've always, you know, pushed on the show is just the need for the shifts of how we show up and how we work our business today are not the same as three years ago. They are not the same as one year ago. And I'm going to frankly argue that things have already pivoted from the beginning of the year. These, 100%. Yeah. Like marketing strategies, the strategies in which people are sharing your business. I mean, it's, it's evolving very quickly and you have to adapt with it if you want to see growth. And that's the thing that I've appreciated so much about Aspen and a couple other buddies that I work with is, you know, this, this, this whole sustainable movement you know, it's still not like field wide or business strategy wide. I think it's, it's trending there. I think people, it's like slowly dripping in, but I really think her and I were like some of the first people that were like really adopting this. Like, Hey, I want to build something that's going to last, not just be this like flash in the pan. I want to be able to have the stamina to, to maintain what I'm trying to create, not just 
do these quick bursts of intensity. And, and, and you know what, in the grand scheme of life, three years could be a very intense burst in a grand scheme, you know, maybe yeah. not over time, but, but up close, I think, you know, three years of just straight grind, that's just a lot of energy to expunge. And I feel like, you know, again, don't regret, but very thankful and very, very, very glad that we've made these shifts. And because of those shifts, you know, I feel like the way in which we're showing up now, it's so different. And I think that, I, I don't know about you, but like I get messages all the time where people are not only noticing the changes in like my work, but they're noticing the changes in just like my overall countenance. And I feel like it's just so refreshing for people to see that. Yeah. I mean, definitely. And I love that it's noticeable. And I love that I'm able to use my voice to potentially steer people in a different direction before it's too late. Because I do know last year was like a slaughter fest uh, in business. I mean, people were people were getting axed left and right. And, and I don't blame a single one of them because I was close to being one. You were close to being yeah, one. Yeah. Um, and it's to no fault, but kind of all of us working things in a non-sustainable way. And I think it's funny now how big of an advocate I am for this sustainable approach and really diving into it. Because had you told me this in 2018, 2019, even 2020, I would have said, oh, you're just lazy. You know, I was so bought into the hustle. I was so bought into like, you work hard now so you can play later. Um, oh my which, God. You it know, hurts, it like hurts me physically. It's like, let's put our lives on hold uh, for like a hundred years while we're building something. Yeah. It's like, it's like you're, 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 um, you're pushing off present joy and happiness for some later time. Right. And, and, and what's the later time. And I had a pretty massive, um, death in my family last year of someone who's only 20 years old. And I think that put a lot of, a lot into perspective for me of what the hell am I doing? Why, why am I putting off my life when I've seen, you know, how fast it can get taken away from you? Um, I think that was a huge pivot you know, point pivotal point in my life that then led to questioning a lot of things that was in July and October is really when I said things got to change. So I think that played a big role in it too, but you're so right. It's like, what are we doing? If, when are we going to be able to start living? We started businesses so that we could live life on our terms. When are we going to start living those lives? You know? Yes. <laughs> and, and I think, and I think it's, I think it's like just so many mixed messages, you know, like we always hear like the fake until you make it, you know, it's like, that that was like said for so long. I still don't know how I feel about that. It's kind of like, you know, I get like act as if you're going to be, or like, you know, right. take on deep belief. Like I, I get that, but also recognizing like you're on a journey and there is a part of just owning where you're at right now, as you're building something that is actually so relatable. It's yeah. so relatable. If you are somebody who is like just getting started, I hear like all the time, I hear all the time when people are first starting out, they're like, I don't have the experience. I don't have the, 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 you know, the credibility. I don't have like all of the, you know, success to stand on. I want to like, let you know that you're actually in the most relatable real time experience of building. And people are going to connect to you the most right now because it's so relatable. It's so true. And that relatability goes so far. And I want to rewind a little bit to what you just said, because I remember 
so funny because I remember being on a walk as well. And (laughs) we were, we were talking (laughs) and I was like, Lindsay, I just need to know, like, what's next? Like, how do I get to the next step? If not this, what do I do? What do I, how do I get to this next point? You know, I know where I want to go, but what I'm doing isn't working. And you were like, what if you just need to like be for a little bit, you know, and stop thinking about what's next and the next step and, you know, what system you can implement to get to X, Y, and Z. What if like, you're supposed to just kind of be right now. And I have to say that was some of the most life-changing advice that I've ever received. And I don't think I've ever told you that, but I'm over here in shock. I'm like, I said that I don't. (laughs) Well, and it was so impactful because I was like, holy cow. Like what if, what if this is exactly where I'm supposed to be right now, learning the lessons that I'm supposed to be learning? And what if I just lean into all of the things that I love doing and all of the things that make me so happy and all of the things that, you know, light me up inside, whether that's within my business, outside of my business, whatever. And what if that's exactly what gets me to the next level, you know? And I mean, I just had the biggest win and I've had in my business in, you know, two years last month. And I I attribute a lot of that to just taking time to just freaking live life a little bit and like take some pressure off. Oh my God, the pressure of the, of the, I don't know if it's the three pressure. I don't know if it's the high achiever pressure. I don't know if it's trauma pressure. I don't know, but I, the The pressure, the the pressure, it's like the pressure is so real. And I think it comes from, I think everybody's can be different. Maybe you're somebody that's just like super hardwired for like actually like achieving and like getting better. Maybe you're somebody that I think for me personally, like the pressure I apply to myself comes from like a need to sustain or a need to like be secure. It's, Mm -hmm. it's less about like competing with me and more about like, how do I create security in my life? Mm -hmm. Like that's the pressure that I feel all the time. And I think it can be different for anybody, but man, you're right. And I think about, I think about just, it's just been like this very like unlearning time, even for myself where I have these moments for me specifically, I know for myself, like my, my top strength is strategic, like strategic, uh, thinking. And I typically can always see and sense. I've always known, I've known every season, like what's next, the next step, here's where I need to like shift. Like, Hey, the trends are like, for an example, like I feel when I, when I was starting back a couple of years, like, I mean, this was like, I don't know how many years ago, photography, I was a photographer forever. And everything was kind of moving. I was starting to kind of see like so many wedding photographers, like they were mm-hmm. wedding photographers were just like everywhere. And I was just like, you know what, I'm going to pivot and I'm going to like, kind of do this like branding, you know, lifestyle kind of thing where I'm going to like really work with people that are like, you know, now like us influencers and kind of take photos and like help them build their brands. I feel like at the time when I first started that, like not a lot of people were offering that. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I kind of like saw that that's where the trend was heading. So basically what I'm trying to say is I've always been able to kind of sense the next steps. And in this season, particularly in this moment right now, in this time, the next steps feel very um, unclear to me. And if I'm not careful, you know, I can overthink it. I can go, mm. oh my God, what am I doing? I can be like, what, what's, what's happening? I, you know, cause I don't, I've always kind of just been like the next thing preparation. What am I, where am I going? And I think what I'm kind of sensing very deeply is that for this time, like the reason I can't sense that is because I'm very much supposed to be doing what I'm doing right now. I really feel that. I really feel like, okay, like until I sense 
those like next steps or until it becomes like more clear, I think it's just like continuing to sew into what's right here. And I think if we're not careful, we'll always be looking at what's next, what's next, what's next, the next thing, the next achievement, the next whatever. And listen, don't mishear me. There's nothing wrong with reaching and being inspired and creating new goals for yourself. But there also has to be a moment where you're able to just be super present and grateful and live in what you've just done. I always think to myself, I'm living in what I dreamt. Absolutely. And if you don't embrace that, you're going to end up with a massive mindfuck. You just will. <laughs> and I've, I've been there. I, I, that was one of my biggest things. I was like, look around, like you are living exactly what you said that you wanted. And of course there's more, of course there's, of course. you know, a different house, uh, you know, more money in your bank account. There's more love, there's more whatever. But like, if you really sit down and think about it, you don't need any more. You have exactly what you need. You're living a comfortable life. You're all of the things that you said you wanted, you know, four years ago, you're doing on a scale that if you didn't have anyone to compare to, I guarantee you would be ecstatically like thinking you're the best in the world. But because we have so many people that we can compare ourselves to and look around and say, well, they have this, they have this, which we don't even really know what they have and what they don't have. We get so caught up in what's next and, and more, more, more that we forget that like, we're good. And we, we cause all this stress and anxiety on ourselves for absolutely no reason, because we Mm. are good. And if we didn't have those outside factors playing a role, we would, we would understand that we're good. I think also too, recognizing like the time in which you can accomplish much. I think like even in this type of business, it's almost like, I'm trying to find the words. It's, it's like the average person, you know, works how many years in a career and has a career portfolio that is like massive. Like maybe they start out at, you know, 20 something and then they work till they're like 60 and their portfolio is huge. And it's like, they've done so many different things within working that, you know, one profession or that one, you know, job or, or multiple careers or whatever they've done their, their sales portfolio or whatever. I think sometimes we like forget, I know this was a huge eye opener for me. It, it, I, because I was so used to just next work. What's next? Like, okay, okay, cool. I, I was so removed. I was so emotionally disconnected from myself. (laughs) I was so disconnected from myself that it wasn't until maybe nine months after I had moved into my house that I had built, that I actually was able to sit there and look around and be like, Congratulations, Lindsay. Like, well Mm -hmm. done. Well done. Like, you know, I think about how many moments of trying to work towards a goal that I accomplished something on the way and I never acknowledged it. I never acknowledged it. I never like pat myself on the back. I never took myself out and was like, I did it. Like there wasn't this like run around the room, um, you know, like really sitting in that. So I guess like what I'm trying to invite you into is like, if you're working on something right now, please, like we say like celebrate smaller wins. That's what I wish I could go back and do over. I wish I could go back over and celebrate all of the progress that I made on the way. And that is what I'm doing now in real time is like this year for me, there hasn't been like this 
mile, like this thing to stick in the ground where I'm like, this is the big thing. Like I'm, I'm building that thing. So I have to find those things along the way where I'm like, okay, that's the, that's the first celebration. You know, this is the second celebration, things like that. I think for me, I celebrated the wrong things. I think that I didn't celebrate them enough, but I celebrated the end goals. Like I celebrated the titles and I celebrated the the wins that were visible to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't celebrate or reflect or realize what was happening in order to get me to those goals and those things that people could see. And I think that's what really I have learned over time now. It's like, I don't really care at all about those things that I thought I cared about. Um, because I started to lose those things and I realized I didn't care about losing them as much as I cared about what I needed to do personally and internally and the growth that I needed to have in order to become the person that I needed to be and wanted to be. So I just challenge you guys to, to, to think about, you know, you have these goals and you have these tangible things that you're going after, which you, you have to have, you know, you have to have that lighthouse that you're going after. But I really, I really advise you to lean into who are you becoming and what are you doing to get to those? Because that's where the gold is. Like if you can't teach and, and speak from experience of what you had to overcome and, you know, the, the growth and the personal development and all of those things that you had to have along the way. Once you get there, you might not, you might not be as excited as you think that you're going to be, because you might have that title or that paycheck or that, that tangible thing. And you're, and, and nothing has changed, you know, but if you can really lean into that growth and who you've become and the lessons that you've learned in all these things, not only are you going to realize how much of a different person you are in the best way possible, you're going to be able to teach people about those challenges and about those lessons so that they can overcome them quicker and they can learn from them. And it just, it just kind of snowballs from there. And I think that's the biggest thing I've learned is like, I was just celebrating the wrong things. And now I love celebrating the growth and the journey and the process. And it's so much more sustainable because I know that if I'm focused on those things, the lighthouse is going to get closer and closer. And I'm eventually going to get to that lighthouse. And the proof is, is that you just got to the dang yeah. lighthouse again. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think as well, like piggybacking off of that is as far as like the, you know, for so long, I think what was just shown, it's like, here's the shiny, look mm-hmm. at it, look at the shiny thing. And we're all like, oh, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, you know what, when you can't get the shiny thing or you can't get what you're trying to make happen quick enough because you're That's just, it. you think, oh, I just, oh, I just reach out for it. Cause it's, cause it's right here. Look at it. And so I reach out and, and it's like, what, what the, the story that's not being told is what you just described. That's 100%. the story that's not being told with the shiny thing. They're just like, look at the shiny thing. And then mm-hmm. the story isn't being shared that backs up well, that, well, this is how that happened. And I think for so long, what I realized was, you know, you can sell people on a dream all day long and you have to be able to dream if you want to create something, but can you sell yourself on the work? Can you, can you sell yourself on the process? Can you, can you get sold out to things taking a minute? Can you get sold out on, you know, I'm, I'm not here for instant success. 
that took me forever to be able to embrace because everyone around me was just like, oh, I hit this goal in five minutes and I hit this goal in five minutes. And you want to know what? A lot of those people weren't able to keep that. And then on top of it, because I've learned if you, if you get something quick, you can't keep it. And it's like, if you can just, if you can just rest in, in being okay with things taking time and really embracing that, I feel like that is where everything changed for me. That's where everything changed for me. I stopped feeling so like worthless or, um, just like a loser or like, what's wrong with me? What am I missing? I always was like, what am I missing? And I'm just like, no, this is just my timeline. And I love it because when I reach wherever I'm going, it's going to just be a really cool story to tell. I'm going to have a cool story because it took time. If you don't have the time, you're not going to have a story and people, uh, facts tell and stories sell. (laughs) Yeah. And if, and if you, if you reach those goals in five minutes, you're not gonna be able to help anyone else reach those goals because I can guarantee their story is going to be a little different. Nope. And everyone's going to just be like constantly like, Oh, well, how did they do it? And then just like keep going. And it's just like, nah, that's, that's not the answer. The answer is, Hey, you know, you've got to fail. We have to fail in order to win. You know, I always think of that, uh, that video. I have it posted on my team page it's the girl that she fell. She was a track runner. You yeah. see that. Yeah. A thousand so times. It's like the girl falls and she gets back up and she's at the very back and she like does some miracle moves, man. It was the most inspiring thing to watch. And not only does she win, but the reason that her story is so, it, the reason that I'm so compelled by that is because the reason that story is so great is not because she won. The reason that story is so great is because she fell. Mm-hmm. But nobody wants to talk about when they fell. No, listen, the two of us fell down. Yeah, <laughs> we fell listen, down. I'll tell you all about my falls. Like if you go listen to my podcast, sit in on one team call and you're going to hear probably more about my falls than you're going to hear ever about me crossing a finish line. I can tell you that. And I think that the key there is like we were talking about earlier, love what you're doing, love your life, love every day. Like if you're feeling annoyed or stuck or frustrated, like go outside and do something that you love, go be with a person that you're inspired by, like stop forcing a square peg into a round hole when what you might need to do is just like fall in love with the process a little bit more. And if it's going to take you a while, you might as well love the journey and have fun along the way. Like, why are we so what is this narrative with like, Mm -hmm. be in a horrible place for a little while so that you can live a great life later. It just doesn't make any sense to me anymore. And at one point it did, but I don't think I actually understood the storyline there until I started to really fail and really fall down a lot. And then I started to realize what was the actual importance and what I actually wanted out of life. And that's not going to be for everyone, but for me, I'd much rather just enjoy the process and enjoy the growth and enjoy the journey. And have so much fun along the way and still get to where I want to go. And the thing that's really amazing is that you are visibly happier. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, it's, 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 <laughs> yeah. Vis- visibly, visibly lighter, visibly lighter. I'm still working on getting lighter. <laughs> I mean, it takes time. I've definitely got work to do. I think we all have work to do always, but I think that the quicker you you realize it, the the quicker you can kind of start to implement what you need to. So, so good. And that was a great transition for talking about be uncommon because you took a minute, you took a minute from pod and now it's yeah. back. 
It's better than ever, baby. <laughs> the Beyond I mean, podcast. My podcast has been a journey. I started my podcast in 2020 when I couldn't leave my house because I was bored. I was like, I'm going to build a brand and start a podcast because I, I knew that what I was saying held value. And I knew that why not give that to more people than just the people I was able to give it to at the time. And so I started so messy. I started with, I mean, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and I had no direction. I had no plan. I had no strategy. Like you're the strategic, just absolute boss. And I'm like, I'm just going to throw something at the wall and see what happens. And I really was doing it just to get my words out there. Not really for anything bigger than that. Um, and you know, it's been really touch and go. It's been consistent. It's been inconsistent. I've fallen off the map for a while. I've been really, you know, there and having a plan, but, um, yeah, I'm starting to really figure out what it is that I want to do and what I want to get across and who I want to reach. And so I'm really excited about the future of it and just, you know, the rebrand and everything has been incredible. Of course, like with your help and everything, it's been, um, super exciting. It's so freaking edgy. I love it. Because that's the thing. I was like the whole time I was literally like, dude, Aspen has this like edge. It's this edge. And I'm like, I want to see the edge in the, like when we put beside the cover pictures, I'm like, this is it. And it's so funny because like (laughs) a lot of my branding is so much of like a side of me that a lot of people don't see. And it's kind of that masculine edgy side that it's like my mental brand. It's like who I am in my mind, but not necessarily what I put out into the world very often. So I love that it can kind of be like my safe space of like, I can really just put out what I want to put out. And in a way that I know is going to resonate with so many of my people. And if it, if it doesn't resonate, like you're not one of my people and that's totally fine. I hope it resonates with a lot of people, but it's just been such a fun project for me to do like creatively, which I think is a big piece of myself that I lost for a while was kind of that creative edge. So there's nothing I can offer more to anybody when they're thinking about a podcast. I think the best exercise that it can offer anyone is that It allows you to use your voice. When you use your voice, your confidence builds. Yeah. The end. And if nothing else, if you've always thought like, man, I've got this message inside. I don't know how to communicate it. I don't know how to get it out there. This is an amazing format in order to practice that. Because you you know what? Like maybe you're over here being like, I don't have all these audience. Maybe I have all these people. Maybe who's going to listen? Listen. I don't, I mean, I'm speaking for myself. When I relaunched my show, I asked myself the same questions. I literally was like, or when I launched the show, I literally said to myself, I don't know who's going to let, like those questions are are asked by anyone who's going to listen to this. Who's going to care? Who's this for? Like you hope you pray, but you don't really know who's going to grab on to what you have to say, but somebody will, somebody will. And I think that that's, what's just so powerful. If you've been thinking about doing some type of a format like this, some type of a podcast like this, um, or just any type of podcast in general, it is the best way to build confidence. I believe hands down because you are exercising using a muscle that is essential for you to build confidence. It's so true. I think a lot of my confidence came from when I was a fitness coach, um, learning to speak. I mean, that is where I got a lot of my speaking skills and they've just developed because I've never stopped using that. I love sales. I think that it's 
just such an incredible, I think everybody's selling already. And I, I really just want to empower women to step into that space confidently. And I feel like that vision, I'm so freaking excited about to be able to use my voice in that way, because I don't think it's a voice that's heard a lot currently. And so I just have a lot of plans for it. So I'm super pumped about it. So good, buddy. So good. I, uh, I really love, if you guys are not following Aspen, you got to go follow her and you got to go follow her B on Common Podcast. We just did some really fun tweaks with her intro and it's so neat. Just like getting to be a part of that process. It's important to find people who have strengths that you don't have and, you know, allow them to kind of help you and do things that are going to help you grow. And, and you're one of those people, obviously, that I trust so much with your opinions and with your talents of branding and making something come to life that you have in your head. You just have a really special talent for that. So it was incredible to work with you on that. Thanks, buddy. This is going to be so, this is going to be so good. This is going to be a really cool season of just Aspen and LP. Maybe we'll have more walks ahead, you know, maybe in this, maybe we'll come back in a year and we'll let you know what we found out on our next walk. (laughs) It might be a little while for me because uh, we're coming across winter here in Minnesota. So those walks might become a little bit more um, scarce, but you know, there's always the treadmill. Listen, I, I, uh, I, I might have to teleport up to Minnesota because I want to experience all of it. I want to be like in the igloo with you and just like, think of everything we can think of in there. There we go. We can have it. We can have an igloo moment. (laughs) Guys, thanks for listening. We'll catch you later. Bye guys. Surprise. You guys are getting something really special for listening to this episode right now. You are the first ones that have access to downloading my seven tips on how to start your own podcast show freebie. This has not even been launched yet, but my Init listeners are getting it first access. If you head to the show notes, you'll be able to download that link and get my best tips on starting your own podcast show so you guys can get out there and create your own. So head to it and get chatting. (laughs) I'll catch you next time.